we can collect all four of these items, we can be free. How do you plan on getting these things? Well, whoever has the item we need, we get them to watch me dance. Come on, don't bullshit me. Half Canadian bacon with pineapple, half artichoke with pesto and light on the cheese. I didn't fuck him. I didn't fuck anybody. I was you know, what is it that you think you do? You fuck them without fucking, that's what you do. Well, it ain't right, bitch, I'm telling you the truth. You are out of your skull bone if you think that I'm going to write on the report. Shot by a man animal as the cause of death unless I see it. You've been there, haven't you? Dry land? The problem is, I was kingdom. The kingdom, I was promised. Stand back. Stand back? Uh-oh. Rome does not look good. Howard the Duck is ready to fight! Do you want me to order a pizza? Whatever, I don't care. I already ordered a pizza. You gotta tear me apart, Lisa! Oh, hi, Mark. Welcome to Geek Fights, the Ponzi scheme of podcasting. I'm Damon Shaw. This week's battle is... Oh, wait, what the fuck are we fighting about? Best Bad Movie. With me, as always, is Mr. Mike Ortiz. Mike, who's joining us tonight? Well, tonight, our esteemed panel consists of Michael Felsher. Hey, how you doing there? Kirsten Sapansky. Hello. And greetings from Las Vegas. And Dominic Williams. Greetings from California. So, uh, we've got 32 bad movies. Some of them are very bad movies, and uh, we are going to find the best, uh, or worst, because I don't really know what this means. Uh, Maybe it's the one you like best. Maybe it's the one you think is worst. Maybe the one that you like that everybody else hates. Uh, I don't know. This one's going to be all over the place. I think this is going to be the first episode based entirely on geek illogic. But uh, we've got uh, got them set up in terminate bra- terminate style brackets. You can download from geekfights.net. Put one against the other. Put it to a vote. The winner moves on to the next round, and we keep doing that <coughs> until we discover the best bad movie, or the worst good movie, or something like that. I really don't know. <laughs> All right, then let's jump right in. Mike, you get to go first. It's Xanadu. Versus King Kong <laughs> versus Godzilla. All right, I you know I initially was was going to sit out this particular uh, geek fight. Um, I really didn't quite know how uh, how this was going to go or how to vote or how to choose. And the other reason is I I really try to avoid seeing bad movies. So I actually haven't seen a lot on this list. I have seen neither Xanadu nor King Kong versus <laughs> Godzilla. But, uh, I mean, King Kong versus Godzilla, King Kong is good and Godzilla is good. And to put them together in a bad movie is quite a travesty. But Xanadu, even though I have not seen it, I do know that song. And I do know there's roller skating and magic and gods. And and I don't know. It seems like it's kind of weird. So I will go with Xanadu because it seems like it is the more fucked up of the two movies. <laughs> I'll vote for Xanadu. Kirsten. Oh, well, I put in King Kong versus Godzilla. So, um, and uh, I have to say that uh, 
as bad or good as it may be, I could never find it within my heart to vote for a musical. So regardless of the awesomeness of King Kong and Godzilla in any kind of a movie um, versus Xanadu, I'm going to have to thumbs down Xanadu and go with King Kong versus Godzilla. A vote for King Kong and Godzilla. Um, let's see, where am I going to go? I like singing that song. Xanadu. Don't leave big Xanadu. Uh, Michael? Uh, Xanadu was actually one of my submissions because that was one of my favorite movies as a kid, only to not see it for 10 years. And then I watched it in high school and was like, oh, dear God, did I have brain damage? Uh, this. <laughs> I mean, it was just one of those movies that's just so whacked out and completely out of control. It's only the disco era could have made that thing. Uh, King Kong versus Godzilla, it's passable. And, 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 and just for the record, I'm voting in terms of best bad movie that's actually fun to watch or is actually a better movie than it's given credit for. I'm not really here to vote what is the worst movie of all time that you would never watch again under any circumstances and there seem to be a few on this list which i don't think really belong here but we'll get into that later so that's that's kind of how i'm approaching this um in this case uh king Kong versus godzilla was always just too boring for me and uh i gotta give it to xanadu because at least if nothing else the movie is just too fucked up for words really a vote for xanadu and dominic all right so i need this so are we trying to elect the worst movie of this or the best movie of these bad movies? It's up to you. We'll figure it out by the end. <laughs> okay. Well, hey, King Kong is Godzilla childhood. So, I mean, I will, I'm not that old. King Kong, Godzilla are two of my favorite things from being a kid. And watched Zendu for like minutes this morning on Netflix. Looked like bad. And so I'm going to go with uh, Kong versus Godzilla. A vote for King Kong versus Godzilla. But Xanadu is moving on. I hope to not sing that too many more times. Uh, I think we've had a winner. <laughs> Just to hear Damon sing every time. <laughs> Stop. But um, Kirsten, this fight is yours. It's Reefer Madness versus Space Hunter Adventures in the Forbidden Zone. Well, um, Reefer Madness, that one, it's actually kind of difficult to pass over that one because it's, it's an important educational film and, uh, you know, one that's really responsible for uh, modern American attitudes towards marijuana. Uh, on the other hand, I don't smoke, so I don't care um, <clears throat> how uh, accurate it is or uh, what it really actually did for American marijuana in any way. So the movie uh, is hilariously bad in terms of its depiction and its uh, kind of hysteria. Uh, on the other hand, Space Hunter, um, I like that movie because I watched it on DVD. I never saw it on the big screen. Apparently, it, it came out while I was uh, out of the country as a kid, and it was supposed to be a 3D movie and all that good stuff. But um, I do own it, and I watched it, and I like Peter Strauss as an actor. He was the lead actor, and actually Molly Ringwald was in it, and she actually did a surprisingly good job. I uh, really felt that she was a trooper delivering all sorts of hackneyed science fictional lines and everything like that, and I have to admire that as an actor. So in the end, I am going to go with Space Hunter. It's also just a whacked out um, <laughs> space opera type of movie, so that's my vote. 
Space Hunter. Um, do I go Reefer Madness or do I go Space Hunter? I've seen Reefer Madness. I've never seen Space Hunter, but that doesn't stop me from giving my opinion. Um, fuck it, I'll go Space Hunter. Why not, <laughs> Michael? Um, Space Hunter was one of those sci-fi action films made during that run of really shitty 3D movies in the mid '80s, early to mid '80s. Not unlike the shitty movies we 3D movies we get now. Uh, but at least back then they were fun and they were just throwing shit at the camera for no good reason whatsoever. Uh, <laughs> this wasn't one of my favorite ones. Uh, this one was just kind of passable. It actually almost was just too competent to be that much fun. Uh, it wasn't like a com- a coming at you or a metal storm or a, uh, you know, the, the, uh, it's just, I don't Treasure know. Treasure of the Four uh, Crowns. It, yeah. Treasure of the Four so Shit like that. So this one was actually kind of just a little bit too dull. Reefer Madness is like the prototype for the bad, so much fun it's bad movie. Besides, it's the worst anti-drug propaganda film ever made. (laughs) Watching that thing, if if marijuana did that to people, no one would ever smoke it ever for any reason. It is it's so laughably over the top that it uh, it's and it's the oldest movie on this list. So you could call it the first uh, sort of party movie because it it was truly mind-bogglingly stupid even back then. So I got to go with Reefer Madness. Uh, vote for Reefer Madness. Dominic. Okay, so Reefer Madness had a lady's pump shoe screwed off, and there was weed in the bottom of her shoe. And I thought that was really, really cool. But then Space Hunter had Molly Ringwall and Michael Ironside. And I've never seen either one all the way through, but uh, <laughs> Space Hunter is probably more in my bag. So I'll go Space Hunter. A vote for Space Hunter. Mike. Well, I guess I know where we're going with this one. <laughs> Space Hunter. <laughs> 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 a vote for Space Hunter, and Space Hunter takes the win. <laughs> Fuck you, my goddamn it. Dude, oh, that was so... Uh, anyway, on to our next fight. This one is a very hard one for me. It is Hudson Hawk versus Star Trek V. Both movies I love to death. And both of them have people singing when they shouldn't be. <laughs> like, row, row, row your boat. It's in Star Trek V. And then there's that weird musical at the end of Hudson Hawk. Oh. But Hudson Hawk has Bruce Willis. And Bruce Willis trumps almost everything for me. So I'm going to go with Hudson Hawk. Michael? Yeah, this is tough for me too. I, I saw, I remember seeing Hudson Hawk in the theater the week before it opened. I got to go to a sneak preview of it and I loved it. I didn't get the hate that movie generated at all because it's such a wacky over the top cartoon and everyone took it so fucking seriously. And I mean, yeah, there's some stuff I obviously doesn't work in it very well. There's a couple performances which are really terrible. And, you know, it throws 100 gags at the screen, maybe 70 of them work, but there's 70 fun fucking gags. And I, again, I've never understood why. I guess people were just lying in wait for Bruce Willis. Um, so yeah, I'm going to go with Hudson Hawk. I mean, Star Trek Five. You know, we've given love to and attention in other places. I think it's time for the Hawk to get a little love. A vote for Hudson Hawk, Dominic. Uh, I'm sorry. I don't know. I, I like Bruce Willis like anybody, but I can't even remember like two minutes of Hudson Hawk. <laughs> I remember. I remember seeing it as a kid and going, "Okay, what was that?" And then. I love Star Trek, so Star Trek. Spice Williams, people. A vote for Star Trek Five, Mike? Yeah, um, 
The other problem with with kind of this list, other than not seeing a lot of the movies, um, I did see Hudson Hawk, but I don't remember anything about it other than Bruce Willis was in it. And I do remember thinking, wow, why did everybody hate that movie? But because I can't really remember anything about it, uh, not just because of that hit. Um, and I love Star Trek V. It's, it has somehow become one of my favorite Star Trek movies over the years. Um, all of the complaints about it are completely true, but I don't care. What does God need with a starship? That's all I need. Star Trek V. A vote for Star Trek V. It is all tied up, and it comes down to you, Kirsten. Aha! Uh-huh. Well, um, I, you know what? It's kind of funny, because I agree with the guys in terms of I did not think Hudson Hawk was as bad as it uh, got uh, reamed in the critical uh, reviews, but on the other hand, I'm uh, I'm also of the you know the 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 I, I there isn't too much that I remember from it either. It doesn't really stay with me, and Star Trek Five stays with me no matter what. Plus the fact that uh, it's like one of the few instances where George Takei has something nice to say about William Shatner. Um, he was actually commenting on his uh, directing and insulating the set from the studio pressures that they were bringing onto the film. And uh, he actually admired Shatner for that. So when George Takei has something nice to say you. about Shatner, you got to sit there and say that uh, it's a vote. So Star Trek V. And Star Trek V takes the win. We're on to our next fight. Uh, Michael, this one is yours. It is Tank Girl versus Howard the Duck. Well, finally, we're up against a situation where there's truly two unwatchable pieces of shit. Um, having just recently rewatched Howard the Duck, I can say that it has not aged well, and it didn't start off well to fucking begin with. Uh, it is truly one of the most misbegotten science fiction movies ever made. It, you know, it's got Leah Thompson looking as hot as she ever was. That's a given, but. Uh, other than that, it's got the worst duck costume in the fucking universe. It's got some of the weirdest senses of humor. It's got awful special effects, even for back then. It's terrible. And Tank Girl, I saw that in the theater, too, and I barely remember it. And I remember thinking it was really lame. Uh, just boring and bland and really ugly to watch. There was just really nothing about it that stuck out with me. So in terms of which one would I put on again at least i can make fun of howard the duck whereas tank girl i would just sit there and probably fall asleep in the first 10 minutes as a matter of fact i think i fell asleep in tank girl there's <laughs> probably about 20 minutes i missed of that movie which i'm fine with so howard the duck uh, vote for howard the duck dominic uh, i i can't remember finishing tank girl that's the only thing reviewing about tank girl is that it humiliates ice tea in some way shape or form um Howard the Duck, there was something good about Howard the Duck. I can't remember. It, it wasn't much, but I used to love Howard the Duck as a comic book. And when I saw it as a movie as a kid, I was like, okay, that wasn't terrible, but it wasn't good either. So I want to go with Howard the Duck because they're both pieces of crap. I'll vote for Howard the Duck. Mike? Uh, you know, I really did not hate Howard the Duck. Uh, certainly it was a... a- a weak movie, but I never really understood uh, much of the the venom towards it. Uh, I wonder if you know just this. How big a hit did you take? Part of uh, it's it's not that bad. Yes, it is. But Tank Girl is awesome. What the fuck is wrong with you people? You do not understand. 
That was a great tell movie. Us, tell, us the, tell us the awesome part. An awesome movie. Lori Petty. That enough. Okay. And uh, Naomi mm. Watts. Oh. Oh. And Malcolm McDowell. Jesus Christ. Look at the geek cred there. That movie so was what? great. That was a great movie. So I'm voting for Tank Girl. A uh, vote for Tank Girl. Kirsten. God. Um, <clears throat> I have... One of the things about Howard the Duck that uh, it kind of bothered me is it didn't strike me as as being completely true to like Gerber's comic, which I felt was a little more uh, edgy than uh, than what I saw in the movie. I could be misremembering things, but it really didn't strike not, me that at that not. time. Okay, well that there you go. So <laughs> right there, I, I'm not going to I'm not going to vote for Howard for that reason. Withstanding whatever others, so I'm gonna go with Tank Girl. A vote for Tank Girl. It is all tied up, and it comes down to me. Uh, this is actually kind of hard because, actually, no, it's not. I I don't really like Howard the Duck at all. I can actually watch Tank Girl. I have no problem watching Tank Girl. Tank Girl is somewhat enjoyable, uh, especially when she has sex with the retarded uh, kangaroo dog thing. I like that one. So I'm gonna go with Tank Girl because it was a it was a hot movie and, and Naomi Watts was actually really hot in that movie. Uh, she's the the one with black hair. You don't remember that because everybody nobody remembers her. Like, wait, no, that wasn't her. But Tank Girl is moving on, and we're on to our next fight. Dominic, this one is yours. It is Demolition Man versus the Room. Wow. Okay. Well, didn't Demolition Man have like Taco Bell in it? <laughs> Yes. yes, it did. All, all the restaurants were Taco Bell. I'm going to go with, you know, early, early Sandra Bullock, I think, right? And Benjamin Bratt and all that. Yep, yep, I yep. I, I think that's why it wins. Because I don't, I, I don't even know what the room is. A vote but, for... Yeah. Of course you don't. A vote for Demolition Man. Mike? Uh, I have not seen the room. Um, I have seen Demolition Man. Uh, but I will vote for The Room because I have heard enough about it. I really want to see it. Uh, it actually played at a midnight show recently here uh, in, in the Michigan, in Michigan, but uh, I, I didn't get a chance to. Uh, just the descriptions of it alone are enough to, to really kind of push it forward here. Demolition Man was, you know, a, a bad movie, but I think, uh, I think, I think Stallone has a better bad sci-fi movie later on this list that will deserve the love a little more than Demolition Man. So, The Room. Oh, vote for The Room, Kirsten. Um, <clears throat> you know what? I'm almost with Mike in terms of being intrigued by The Room, because I haven't seen it, but I sure as heck I was reading up on it, and it actually sounds intriguing in its sheer awfulness. Um, unfortunately... Well, I don't know. I don't know, unfortunate or not. One quality that I look for in best bad movies is the level of sincerity in the creators. And I have to say, from everything I'm reading, this guy who made that movie seemed to be sincere, as awful as it came together. Um, but on the other hand, Sylvester Stallone, Wesley Snipes, Sandra Bullock, I, <clears throat> you know... Uh, despite the fact that I myself have never understood the clamshells, I uh, I'm going to go with uh, Demolition Man. A uh, vote for Demolition Man. Uh, I have seen the Room, albeit a riff tracks version of the Room. I've seen the Room. 
uh it's bad <laughs> like uh, it's really really bad and it's not so bad it's good for me at least like even with the roof track guys going it was just bad i was like wow and it, it it's almost manos hands of fate bad <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that's how bad it is where you could tell that they really don't want to be doing it but it's so bad that they have to uh and I love Demolition Man, and I actually don't think it's a bad movie at all. So, I'm going to vote for The Room. Oh. It's all tied up. It comes down to you, Michael. Uh, this is going to scare a lot of people out there, but for once, I'm in total and complete agreement with Damon. I don't think Demolition Man's a bad movie at all. I don't even know what the hell it's doing on this list. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's goofing over the top, but it's very self-aware of what it is. It doesn't take itself very seriously and it no and stallone is actually very very entertaining in the movie i think it has a good cast and overall i thought that movie worked very very well and i enjoy watching it whenever it comes on tv it, it's i don't get the hate for i think again if it weren't sylvester stallone in that movie i don't think anyone would give it any shit at all mm. um the room however it's you do have to see it once because it is truly one of the most misguided film ever made uh, written, directed, and starring one by one dude who comes off as a Lithuanian Christopher Walken <laughs> with no talent. Uh, it is truly. I want to watch it. You got to you got to see it once. I mean, it is awful, but it. Uh, oh man! So yeah, the room got has got to go forward. Got to go. Uh, vote for the room. The room move is moving on on to our next fight, Mike. This one is yours. It is Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith. Versus Speed 2 Cruise Control. Um, I never saw Speed 2 Cruise Control. I like Star oh, Wars Episode 3, so I'm voting for Star Wars Episode 3. Uh, vote for Star Wars. Kirsten. Um, <clears throat> you know, for the prequel movies, uh, I can stick uh, Phantom Menace into the DVD and just shoot forward to the pod race or shoot forward to the Darth Maul fight. Attack of the Clones, I can shoot forward to the uh, the arena in Geonosis, which is sort of like a homage to the uh, Harryhausen um, people fighting giant animals films. Um, there really isn't a lot in Episode 3 that uh, I want to I zip forward to and watch. Or it, doesn't, it doesn't affect me the same way. Uh, even the big-ass fight on Mustafar doesn't get me the way I think it should. And uh, Speed 2 Cruise Control, on the other hand, uh, I like Jason Patrick, and it's got Sandra Bullock. I'm Speed 2. Uh, vote for Speed <laughs> 2. Um, <laughs> Speed 2 Cruise Control is ridiculous. They can't stop the boat. <laughs> but it's like a two and a half hour long movie about trying to stop the boat. And then the boat runs into land. And then the movie ends, because that's all that would actually happen when you have an out-of-control boat. It would hit something, either people would be fine or they wouldn't be, and then it would stop, because it, on land, boat can't really do anything. Um, but I do love the fact that they couldn't get Keanu Reeves to come back and do another speed movie, so they p plugged in Jason Patrick and, and back when she would do anything. So I, I've got to go speed to cruise control michael um well everyone knows my dislike for the prequels all that and episode three is not i 
blah, whatever. And I, Lord knows speed, speed two was just a stupid idea to start with. But what it comes down to, and, and Damon alluded to this, Keanu Reeves was presented with the script for Speed 2 and a $20 million check. And this is the guy who said yes to even Cowgirls Get the Blues, Johnny Mnemonic, Chain Reaction, Fil- Feeling Minnesota, The Replacements, The Watcher, Hardball, and The Matrix sequels. And yet he said no to Speed 2. So that tells me right off the bat that they're something should have just shut down immediately at that point. If Keanu Reeves is turning your ass down, uh, recently we lost Bubba Smith and he passed on one of the later police Academy sequels. How bad was that? If you can't get Bubba Smith to come back, it's the same situation here. If Keanu Reeves is telling you to fuck off. You shouldn't have bothered. So you got to give some sort of an award to speed Two for the most ill-advised big budget sequel of all time, practically. So speed Two. A vote for Speed 2 and Dominic. I'm going to be hard-pressed to vote for Star Wars as a bad movie at any point because I'm a Star Wars fan. And I put Speed 2 on the list because I was like, there are no bad movies on this list. Let me put some real bad movies on this list. (laughs) And technically, you just, you summed up why I hate this movie because they hit land and then they zoom out and the credits begin. <laughs> that is awesome. That is that that is basically the end of the movie. I don't know what happened in the movie. I, I don't know anything about the movie. I just remember every time I would watch it on late night TV, they would hit land, zoom out, and then the credits would go. And I was like, this is terrible. So there you go. Speed 2. Oh, vote for Speed 2 and Speed 2 moves on. We're on to our next fight. Kirsten, this one is yours. It is Hawk the Slayer versus Pluto Nash. Wow, this is uh, Hawk the Slayer is uh, uh, was actually my first first uh, movie I put on the list. This movie goes way back. Um, it is a old um, <clears throat> sword and sorcery movie, kind of fantasy movie, extremely low budget, and it's made by. Um, uh, the Harry Robertson and Terry Marcel. These are guys who, uh, were connected to the Hammer, um, Hammer, uh, horror movies. And, uh, it was produced on a very shoestring budget. Uh, John Terry, someone you may or may not recognize from bit parts throughout the 80s, is the hero. And Jack Palance is chewing the scenery like a mother as the evil uh, the evil brother and uh, it is a study in overacting nastiness he just it he just gave it his all um it had some interesting little cutesy um shortcuts for um, special <laughs> effects and uh, i think it was a very sincere attempt to create something kind of cool and for that reason um, I love the movie, despite how bad it is. Um, Pluto Nash, uh, I uh, <laughs> it's Pluto Nash. <laughs> Pluto Nash, yes. So uh, I'm gonna go with Hawk the Slayer. A vote for Hawk the Slayer because you loved it as a child. I will vote for Hawk the Slayer too because Pluto Nash is a pile of shit. <laughs> Dominic, thank you, Damon. 
because this list is walking back and forth between best worst movie and worst worst movie, Pluto <laughs> Nash, because Pluto Nash is terrible, and it is a worst movie. Seriously, like, the worst movie. Like, like, like the worst ever. Like, like <laughs> it has a record, I think. <laughs> for Pluto Nash. Mike? Uh, I'm I'm gonna vote for Hawk the Slayer, uh, primarily because that description was fantastic. Uh, once again, I have seen neither of these movies. Thank you. Um, but uh, that I, I actually do want to see it. I, I was almost going to vote for Pluto Nash because I thought this was that movie where there's a little tiny Eddie Murphy inside the big Eddie Murphy. Then I real then as you guys are talking, I'm like. Oh shit! No, that's the other movie. Oh, well, that's the other super. That's the other super shitty Eddie Murphy movie. So I would have voted for that just on the premise of <laughs> a little tiny Eddie Murphy inside a giant Eddie Murphy. This doesn't have that, so I can't vote for it. So Hawk the Slayer. <laughs> a vote for Hawk the Slayer, and uh, uh, let's see, Kirsten, you've already gone. I'm yes, just sir. I'm hopping all over the place, aren't I? Uh, I haven't gone. I know. I don't care about you. Michael, oh. <laughs> go ahead. Oh, Hawk the Slayer! What 1981 hath wrought? Uh, <laughs> there were there were so many films from around that time. All those sword and sorcery epics, and this is one of the dumber ones. I mean, this this was one of those ones where it's like, wow, how the fuck did they end up with that cast? I mean, it was just like I don't. I do I do enjoy it though, and and although I. I understand the argument of, you know, what is really the worst movie here. And some, but it's sometimes it's like, I hate Howard the Duck. I would never watch it again after watching it again, but, uh, it's fun to discuss. There's really nothing fun to discuss about Pluto Nash. It really is just fucking awful. It, even when you start to get into the plot, well, he's on, oh, fuck it. It's awful. It sucks. Fuck it. I don't even want to talk about Pluto Nash anymore. So I don't even want to give it the even though I think it holds the record for being the biggest money loser ever made. I think I it think is, yeah. It has lost more money than any other single movie. <clears throat> well, congratulations, but fuck you. I don't want to talk about you anymore. Uh, so Hawk the Slayer, I'm going to give it to Hawk. And Hawk the Slayer moves on. We're on to our next fight. It's the first unknown fight of the show. Uh, nobody else on the on here knows what the other one is. Oh, I thought it was that Liam Neeson movie. I thought that's what you were putting no, on. No, no. There are two unknowns on here. And God, that would be, you know, uh, it's not a good movie at all. So <laughs> I can't put it on here. Uh, the uh, unknown, seriously, if you go in thinking you're going to get taken too, it's not. But we've got <laughs> Highlander 2 versus Karen's pick. Uh it's a movie that she's fought for before. She wanted it to be on best sci-fi movie. That's how much she loves it. It's the core. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and that wow. Was... Holy mackerel. Yeah, the core is core is a core rap. It is a horrible, horrible film. Uh, but I still like looking at uh, what's her name, Hillary Swank's boobs. I like the ridiculousness of the material that they build the drilling machine out of. I love Delroy Lindo being a crazy motherfucker. Like it has everything that should and be bad about it, which it is. And I still enjoy watching the core from time to time. So I'm going to vote for the core. Michael. You know, I would vote for the core is an awful lot of fun. In fact, I think the, the South park episode that spoofed it, where they build the machine to drive for the core of hippies in town was uh, actually quite inspired. And I'll never get over the sight of the 
lightning hitting the Roman Colosseum and having it explode like there was a million tons of gasoline underneath the fucking thing. I'm like, I don't know how that works, but okay. Uh, yeah, the core is dumb, 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 dumb. However, Highlander 2 is one of the most fucked up sequels ever. I mean, they went out of their way to try to explain something that didn't need explaining. And to top it off, they tried to fix it later with the Renegade version. And that sucked even worse than the first one they did. So they tried to do a director's cut of the Renegade version, which wasn't any better. <laughs> so I, I got to give it to Highlander too, because the people will not let it simply let this movie be bad. You know, there hasn't been a core director's cut or a core producer's cut or a core key grips cut. There's been just like so many fucking Highlander twos and each time out, they make it dumber and more incomprehensible than the last time. So I've got to give it to Highlander two. Uh, vote for Highlander two. Uh, Dominic. Okay, with this round, I'm deciding that we're going worst movie ever because both of these movies are terrible, and I'm not going to give any merit. I mean, I guess you could say that Hillary Swank has nice boobs, but that is not a reason to vote for her. So uh, Highlander was a great movie. Not a great movie, sorry. A good movie. That is classic, but... Highlander and anything that says Highlander, anything other than Highlander is terrible. <laughs> Including the ones with, oh my God, I can't even remember his name. Adrian. Uh, no, the black dude. Those Mario are the best. Van Peebles. <laughs> the Mario Van Peebles ones are the best. So I'm voting for Highlander because it is trash. Oh, vote for Highlander too, Mike. Yeah. As much as I uh, hate to say it, I am, I'm completely in agreement with Michael. Um, the core is is actually one of the few things that is so bad it's good, uh, and I feel sorry for it. It should be a juggernaut on this list, but Highlander Two, uh, I mean, it's it's a multitude a multitude of bad movies, <laughs> and I also when I was watching it, it there was just so much. Really, they're going there, or did they? This is all going to be like a dream or something, right? <laughs> Just so many, like, I can't believe they actually did that. You know, who who thought, let's turn this into a big sci-fi epic? There's just an insanity there that, you know, the core is just, they kind of knew it. It's a big disaster movie thing, but Highlander 2 is just fucking crazy. <laughs> Vote for Highlander 2 <laughs> and Kirsten. Wow. Um... Yeah, you know, I'm getting torn between judging, on the one hand, best bad movie in terms of watchableness. So, like, do you enjoy watching it over and over again, um, like, say, I do for Hawk the Slayer? Or is it just best in terms of it is so outstandingly bad? And um, I have to say that uh, Highlander is, uh, is fairly outstandingly bad. Um, I mean, just in everything, even in terms of the difference, the changes they tried to make to the concept and all that stuff, it just was like incredibly bizarre and weird. So it, it does take it for bad. On the other hand, you know, Core is a bad movie and a poll of hundreds of scientists. I'm reading this on Wikipedia right now. A poll of hundreds of scientists about bad science fiction films. The Core was voted the worst. And... Um, 
nevertheless, that's a movie I could actually watch over again. So I'm going to stick with my watchability, and uh, I'm going to vote the core. A vote for the core, but Highlander 2 wins in a squeaker. We're on to our next fight. Michael, this one is yours. It is a classic. Plan 9 from Outer Space versus Legend of Boggy Creek. This one's pretty easy. Legend of Boggy Creek. It's it's not a particularly good horror movie. It's very campy, very nineteen seventies. Uh, but you know, it's it's all right. Uh, Plan Nine from Outer Space is the one. It, when you talk about so good it's bad, this is the one that comes up first. Uh, it is a legendary movie for a reason, and uh, to not put it through would be a crime. So Plan Nine from Outer Space. Uh, vote for Plan Nine, Dominic. Okay, so both of these movies have been spoofed by Mystery Science Theater or Rift Tracks in one shape or form. I haven't seen neither one of them, so I, I'm going to go to statistics. And uh, Planet Nine is higher among people that have reviewed it, and but it loses more often in, in my flick chart. So let's see. <laughs> I'm going to go... I'm going to go Planet Nine cause, because... It, it seems like it's a it's the worst like the bad movie that is good because it's bad. So yeah, that's where I'm gonna go. A vote for Plan Nine from Outer Space. Go ahead, Mike. Uh, I have not seen Legend of Boggy Creek. I have seen Plan Nine. I it is a bad movie. It is a legendarily bad movie. Uh, I don't think it's so bad. It's good. I think it's just bad. I really don't like watching it. But uh, it is a classic. You know, it is iconic i think is that the first time this episode we're yep. pretty mm-hmm. deep for that the first time we're slipping guys um mm. but it is the iconic bad movie and if it weren't for that movie we would not have gotten ed wood which is a movie that i loved so mm. i will vote Amen. for it for that a vote for plan nine kirsten well, I put in Legend of Boggy Creek because uh, as a kid, I saw it. I live across the street as a child from a forest. Literally, my road was the dividing line between civilization and a forest preserve in my uh, my area of the country. And uh, that movie scared the bejesus out of me. It actually, it actually, uh, and it was at the, it ushered in the era of the 1970s Sasquatch Monsters Are Among Us movies it also had the whole docudrama style like um uh like uh, would be used later in blair witch it was also incredibly uh profitable because it it was made for 110 grand and it made millions um running around uh, i mean just a couple a few million but it made millions uh, running around the states um so that was the reason i put it on the list and uh um but uh, you know what? Plan Nine is the iconic bad movie that uh, you get a whole bunch of people together, sit down, and watch it. Um, you know, as they say in the movie, "You humans are idiots." So, Plan Nine. Uh, vote for Plan Nine, and I'll make it a quick, clean sweep. Plan Nine from Outer Space. On to our next fight, Dominic. This one is yours. It is Friday the Thirteenth Part Five versus Van Helsing. Okay. So, all right, I, I I said I was going worst movie, and I hate Van Helsing because it was it was like one of those first movies that you wanted to go see because all the people in it were like awesome, 
Who's the girl from Underworld? Whoever it is. That chick is never, <laughs> never ever. Kate Beckinsale has never been in a good movie ever. I, I dare you to name one. Come on. Anybody? No, I didn't think so. Um, <laughs> it's, seriously, like, she, she ruined Greg Rucka's, like, movie career. She married the dude that made all the under, Underworld movies, so that's why she's financially stable. And she ruins every movie she's in, including Click. So I have to vote for that because I hate her. Uh, vote for Van Helsing. Mike? Uh, I don't know. Which Friday the 13th is this? I a can't new tell beginning. Corey Feldman? This no, is he was in the... <laughs> no, no, that's the final... Well, Corey Feldman's in this one, but he the, the one you're thinking of is the final chapter. Well, this Corey... is the one that where it was... It was the guy... It set the sanitarium and it wasn't Jason. Oh, okay, well, fuck that. I'm not going to vote for a Friday the 13th movie. Doesn't have Jason. Van Helsing. Oh, vote for Van Helsing. Kirsten. Um... <sighs> yeah, this one... Uh... The Friday the Thirteenth are definitely uh, definitely bad movies of legendary status. Um, the uh, the thing that I read was that Feldman was the kid in a flashback, and he actually like he had one scene um, yep. in the movie, and uh, it was on his day off from doing Goonies. Um, but uh, Van Helsing, yeah, Van Helsing, I I went to see looking for because I love the Universal monsters so. This thing was this was going to be great on so many different levels, um, and uh, it really had problems. But still, I enjoy watching it now and then, as opposed to Friday the Thirteenth, which I really don't, except for the original. So, Van Helsing, uh, vote for Van Helsing. Um, I think I'm. Uh, yeah, well, it had the Wolfman, Frankenstein's monster, and Dracula, but they all sucked. <laughs> yeah, there was nothing good about that movie. Um, Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman has a history of making a lot of shitty films, but he gets he gets a pass because he makes like two or three really good ones, and <laughs> and not really good ones. They're just really good geek movies. So we're all like, "Oh, Hugh Jackman's great," but no, he makes mostly shitty films. Um, so I'm gonna, for, with that. Having not even seen that I recall Friday the 13th Part 5, I'm going to vote for Friday the 13th. Michael? I put Friday the 13th Part 5 on this list because when I originally submitted it, I wanted to talk about movies that are considered bad, which are actually very entertaining. I'm probably the world's biggest Friday the 13th Part 5 supporter. I think that movie was a lot of fun. Really funny and deliberately so. Great characters. Really underrated and misunderstood. I mean, I'm not saying it shouldn't have, it should have gotten Oscar nominations that year. But, uh, however, since this thing is taking quite a turn, I don't think it really belongs on this list, especially when you put it up something like Van Helsing, which to me was one of the most criminal wastes of potential, uh, of any movie I've seen in recent memory to have all those great ideas and all those great characters and creatures and monsters and a hundred million dollar budget. And that was the best they could fucking come up with this basically and all the creatures looked like bad video game creations. I mean, it was it was one of those things where I actually got pissed as I was watching it. So I, I will not allow Friday the Thirteenth Part Five uh, to go any further than this because it's just not fair. So Van Helsing, fuck that movie. A uh, vote for Van Helsing. Van Helsing moves on on to our next fight. Mike, this one is yours. It is Bird Dimmick versus your favorite Batman and Robin. 
Oh, I love me some Batman and Robin, and I have no idea what Birdemic is. Uh, vote for Batman and Robin. I think Kirsten's going to tell us what Birdemic is. Oh, am I? No, this wasn't on my list. Oh, it's not yours. Oh, no, sir. But it is your vote. <laughs> ah, well, Birdemic, shock and terror. Um, this sounded like some kind of uh, 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 homage to the birds and uh, was dirt cheap um, budget and had all the earmarks of the, you know, um, awful movie that, uh, that, well, that, that I guess it's got a cult following and shit like that. And, uh, but, uh, uh, Batman and Robin, that's just classically awful, you know, I mean, signaled the death of superhero movies until Raimi and Spider-Man recovered them. And so Batman and Robin. Uh, vote for Batman and Robin. Um, I have not seen Birdemic, but Batman and Robin is fun. It's bad and fun. Uh, and I think Schumacher intended to do that. Uh, I can still watch Batman and Robin, so I'm gonna except for the Poison Ivy shit. I cannot watch the Poison Ivy shit at all. Uman Thurman, for whatever reason lost all attractiveness in that movie and I don't know why. So I'm going to vote for Batman and Robin. Uh, Michael? Uh, well, Birdemic is basically, it's one of those movies like The Room where it was all done by one guy in the most sincere manner possible and it ended up being just hilariously bad and it's, yeah, it's basically the, the if, this, if the Birdemic were a movie or a person, an actual human person, it would be a lobotomized little fucker in a straight jacket drooling on himself in a rubber room. Uh, it, 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 it's, it's a very, very, very sad experience. Um, Batman and Robin is just so fucking tacky and so fucking goofy and over the time. It's really not. I can only take about 20 minutes to that movie before I just tune out. Um, but I will give it this. It went, at least it went for it. I mean, you know, God, God, God bless it. It, it, it said, well, I'm just going to be as gay and over the top as possible. Y'all and, enjoy it or don't i don't care and um at the end of the day i have to give it credit because if it hadn't been as bad as it was and killed off batman permanently that whole run of batman movies we might not have gotten the willingness to let christopher nolan do his trilogy so i gotta i gotta give it to batman and robin a vote for batman and robin dominic is it a clean sweep it is absolutely a clean sweep if you could tell me who the batman was Clooney. Clooney. It's Clooney. Come on. Okay. Okay. So Clooney always says that he killed the Batman franchise, and it's true. So yes, uh, Batman and Robin. A vote for he Batman and Robin. It. He only made it stronger. Makes <laughs> 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 you stranger. And we are on to our next fight, Kirsten. This one is yours. It is Showgirls versus Judge Dredd. Oh my God, this is tough because uh, our criterion have been flying all over the place. Um, I'm the law. A Judge Dredd. A Judge Dredd has one of my favorite lines in movies. Uh, during a big shootout, at one point he turns and he's like, "This room has been pacified," and that is a room a line I use in uh, almost every D and D session where we finish the encounter and all the bad guys have been killed. Um, I think it's great. I, 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 I love that. Uh, on the other hand, my 
Despite my vote for Batman and Robin, my loyalty to comic book movies is such that Judge Dredd really missed the point and missed a lot of stuff. And I just wasn't happy with the way that went. Whereas Showgirls uh, pretty much did everything it was supposed to do. And poor Elizabeth Berkley, because boy, did she let it all hang out and really threw all the dice. And it was an incredibly bad idea for her. But um, um, in terms of uh, the best bad movie, I'm going to have to go with Showgirls uh, in that respect. Uh, Vote for Showgirls. Um, I love both of these films. Uh, I'd never seen Showgirls until... Mr. Pete Trudgeon bought it for me, thinking, he's like, you're a pervy guy, you'd like this. He bought a, a really cool deluxe set, came with shot glasses and playing cards. I'd <laughs> never seen the movie. And I'd never wanted to watch it, because even though I am a pervy guy, I've been told that it's a horrible movie, and there's nothing sexual about it. And you watch the movie, and there literally is absolutely nothing sexual about anything they do in that movie. It's creepy. And on that movie has the best audio commentary I have ever heard in my life. And as I'm listening to it, I think the guy actually likes the movie. I'm like, how could he like this movie? And then he opened my eyes to the campy greatness that is Showgirls. And, And the thing that I love about it is he says the thing, he says that everybody in this movie at every time made the exact wrong decision. Everyone. From the grips all the way up to the executive <laughs> producer, everybody made the wrong choice, except for Gina Gershon. She knew exactly what movie she was in, and she was great. And he's yes. absolutely right, so I've got to vote for Showgirls. Gershon was great, yep. Uh, Michael? Yeah, I couldn't say it much. I mean, Judge Dredd actually, yeah, it, I, there's actually a lot I like, legitimately like about Judge Dredd. And even though the problem with that movie is the script, the script was weak, and they bent it around Stallone. Yeah. So the problem was the comic was going to get severely compromised no matter what you did. And I, even though a lot of people make fun of his voice, even I can understand some of the shit he says in that movie. I mean, there's the bit where he walks in at the beginning of the picture to stop a riot. And I swear to God, I heard, Ma'am de la, Disseminis is Bidinahedimis. Fuck if I know what the hell he said. And if anybody can tell me, I would love to hear it. Um, but I enjoy, I enjoy Judge Dredd. Yeah, it's, it's silly, but it's got a fantastic cast. And uh, overall, you know, it, it's it's a problem movie, certainly. But uh, when you put it up against something like Showgirls, which I saw in the theater, and I was embarrassed to have done that, uh, Showgirls does literally make it's 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 a film that only truly a talented filmmaker could make because it is so aggressively headstrongly bad uh and it is as david alluded to for as much as many titties and 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 as much ass is shown in this movie as much vaginas flapping around on that thing there is no eroticism in that picture whatsoever i mean i just remember sitting in the theater going i should be turned on all these women are hot why is this movie not giving me even the slightest bit of a boner it was actually kind of it was like this is really a mystery to me uh, it is it is truly one of those films that, uh, yeah, every wrong decision was made, and it was made at a, for a lot of money. So, got to go with Showgirls. Uh, vote for Showgirls. Dominic? Uh, okay, so I, I said that from 95, I was graduating college, so, but Elizabeth Berkeley 
was from my childhood, so I don't know. I like Elizabeth Berkley, and I was really sad that this was her movie, and it ruined her career. <laughs> but when I was at Comic-Con, like, I guess it was two weeks ago, they had some awesome pictures of Judge Dredd and awesome, like, restarting Judge Dredd and T-shirts and everything, and I just kept laughing and going, I am the law to myself and just walked away. Like, I didn't buy the T-shirt. I just, I didn't even talk to the people, the creators. I just felt bad for them because I was like, I'm not buying this. There's no way. Uh, that, that's, that's, that movie was still owned. It's, it's, not, it's not the comic. It's, it's the movie now. So it, it's ruined it for me. And for that reason, it has to win because it is terrible. So Judge, Judge Dredd. A vote for Judge Dredd and Mike. Uh, I am going to vote for Judge Dredd. Uh, I, I second all of the love uh, heaped on it tonight. I actually do like it quite a bit. And uh, Showgirls doesn't, I mean, it, it's another one of those. I don't think it's so bad. It's good. It's just, it's just bad. It's, I, I found nothing entertaining, nothing redeeming. I don't care if there's any camp intentional or otherwise. Uh, number one, like everyone points out, this is a movie about strippers that did, didn't give me a boner. And pretty much anything beyond that uh, is, uh, is a total wash. So uh, I got to go with Judge Dredd. A vote for Judge Dredd, but Showgirls moves on. And any movie that has a rape scene that makes you laugh has to go on into the next round. So Showgirls <laughs> it is. Oof. <laughs> it Oof. does. It's so funny. On to our next fight. Oh, it's the man. Funny. Wow. <laughs> Speaking of funny rape scenes, we've got Sucker Punch versus Catwoman. And there's a lot of rape in Sucker Punch. Um, but I Cat like the way you said that. <laughs> there's a lot of rape in Sucker Punch. <laughs> there is. Anytime she's going into one of those awesome fantasy sequences that everybody liked and thought were so cool, she's being raped. Uh, <laughs> put that in. This, oh, lovely. Um, but Catwoman is a pile of shit. Um, you know what? Catwoman is a pile of shit, and it's completely unwatchable. Uh, <laughs> everybody is horrible in that film, and I have watched Sucker Punch more than once, so I've got to vote for Sucker Punch. Michael? Uh, at the end of the day, I have not seen Sucker Punch. Uh, I missed it when it came out. Um, but I can't imagine, and it's, I'm going to not feel bad about that, because I can't imagine it being a more intolerable experience than Catwoman, which I also did not finish. Uh, you could put Holly Berry in a skin tight, you know, costume with hardly anything in it. And she's not the least bit hot. And, uh, it, it was one of those films. I was like, did they know they were making a Catwoman movie or what, what the fuck is this? Uh, it's truly awful. It's just truly one of those films that, uh, had, it just showed once again, that back at the time, Warner brothers didn't have a fucking clue. Uh, as to what they were doing, and some would say they still don't, but, you know, what are you going to do? Uh, Catwoman. Uh, vote for Catwoman. Uh, Dominic. Okay. So, I didn't see Sucker Punch because I, I heard it was crap, and people confirmed that it was crap, and then I went to Comic-Con again, and there were lots and lots and lots of women just as the characters in Sucker Punch. So the women saw that movie and said, oh, well, they're still hot women. Let's dress up as them to go to Comic-Con. So that redeems that movie for me because that means that people are going to be dressing up in these little tight short shorts and 
and Navy outfits and all that crap over that movie, and there's nothing redeeming about Catwoman. I mean, we want to erase Catwoman and redo that. And we're, like, willing to, like, take on whoever that chick is that's playing, like, Catwoman in the new movie. She's not Catwoman hot, but we're like, okay, yeah, yeah, we, I can see it. I can see it, because we want to erase <laughs> Haley Berry from our minds as Catwoman. And Sharon Stone sucks. So, there you go. I'll vote for Catwoman. Mike? Uh, I am going to vote for Catwoman. Uh, I actually like Sucker Punch. Uh, I don't really understand what the hate was. I, I mean, I kind of understand it. I don't think it was nearly as bad as anybody said. A, at its worst, it's a crappy movie with some really cool, kick-ass, well-done action scenes that don't make a lick of sense. Or, or I think there actually is a lot, a lot more to that movie. I think it's a lot better than people give it credit for. But... Um, Catwoman, I actually haven't seen all the way through. And, you know, I pretty much see all the comic book movies. Uh, I, I own most of them on DVD, even the ones that are terrible, even Elektra. Uh, but I didn't buy Catwoman. Catwoman actually broke me of my, uh, I have to buy every comic book movie DVD OCD. It actually cured me from that so i didn't buy ghost rider or wolverine or uh you know so in, in many ways i guess it saved me some money by being as bad as i, I still haven't seen it they've seen it the whole way through to this day so catwoman me neither a vote for catwoman and kirsten wow looks like i don't matter in this one um I uh, I agree with Mike on Sucker Punch. Uh, I I didn't quite understand all the hate for it, so um, I uh, I enjoyed a lot of the sequences, the, the fantasy sequences. I didn't think the, I mean, I I did get a little confused over some of the story, but I didn't think it was as hideous as a lot of people put out. Um, on the other hand, Catwoman, uh, right off from just not even bothering to bother with the comic book character, but just go whole hog on something different and uh i love holly berry but yeah that uh um but on the other hand on, on my readability judgment i mean watchability judgment i'll i'll rewatch sucker punch plenty of time and yes cosplay for the next 10 years has benefited greatly from the movie so i vote sucker punch a uh, vote for sucker punch but Catwoman moves on into the next round. On to our next fight, Mike. Oh, <laughs> or Evil Mike. How about that? This one is yours. It is Total Recall versus Son of the Mask. Well, I don't. First of all, what the hell is Total Recall even doing on this list? Thank uh, you. I don't. I mean, I can understand I if you didn't like the movie or anything, but th th that that movie is a fuckload of fun and legitimate fun. And I mean, I, I don't. I don't consider that so bad. It's good or bad at all i mean I, that's fuck that especially when you put it up against something like son of the mask which can we please send out a message if you want to do a sequel to a jim carrey movie if you can't <laughs> get jim if you can't get jim carrey back don't fucking do it they did this dumb and dumberer and ace ventura jr and actually son of the mask is the best of those three so that just tells you how bad an idea that is so please, for God's sakes, stop it. Um, Son of the Mask. Uh, vote for Son of the Mask. Dominic. 
Well, I put Son of the Mask on here because I wanted to have bad movies on this list, and um, Son of the Mask is terrible. Son of the Mask is one of those movies that comes on Cartoon Network because it was cheap and they could buy it, and it comes on Friday nights, and, you know, you change the channel. Uh, I think it's Jamie Kennedy, and Jamie Kennedy did end up, you know, dating, uh, God, a chick with the big boobs from Ghost Whisperer. God, I can't remember. Anyway. Tender for love, Hewitt. Yes. And that's a good thing for that movie, but that does not save it. It is terrible. And um, I like Total Recall. There's three boobs in that movie. So, yeah, I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with the movie I put on. Son of the uh, Son of the Mask. Of over Son of the Mask. Mike, go ahead. Uh, you know, I, I really don't like Total Recall that much. But I don't think it's bad. Um, I don't think it's certainly bad enough to be bad enough to be good. You know, it's it's pretty good. I mean, I'm not a big fan of it, but uh, it's one of Schwarzenegger's weaker ones, I think. But uh, Son of the Mask is is really bad. It actually might go past so bad it's good back to being just plain bad again. And uh, I thought the premise was kind of interesting. You know, the mask can pass around to other people. I really like the first mask a lot. So uh, that was just such a huge letdown because I even thought Jamie Kennedy was talented. It's like all these things that just could not, that I, I think could have worked, just somehow didn't. So, Son of the Mask. Uh, vote for Son of the Mask. Kirsten. Um, <clears throat> well, I, I'm torn here because I voted for Demolition Man over the room simply because I liked Demolition Man. And uh, uh, agree with the assessment that, you know, the Stallone, for some reason, drew a lot of the hate it got. Um, Total Recall, um, I'm in a similar zone because I thought it was a good movie. I'm kind of wondering why it was on this. This is probably the biggest question mark on the list for me. Son of the Mask, uh, I totally agree with Michael. It's like, it, Carrie's not in it. There's no point to doing the movie. So, but I think I'll go ahead and reverse myself and uh, say, yeah, Son of the Mask is the, the winner here in terms of bad movie. Uh, vote for Son of the Mask. Uh, I'm the one that put Total Recall on this list because I watched Total Recall like a week ago. And I still love the fuck out of Total Recall. I do. I still have tons and tons of fun with that movie. But it is a very bad 80s movie now. Like, if a kid watched that movie now, they go, wow, this is a bad movie. There's some funny stuff in it, but it's a bad movie. Uh, I, I look at it with my, my adult eyes and go, this is, a, this is crazy. But it's still a great movie, and I still love it. Uh, fuck it, I'll get, make it a quick, clean sweep for Son of the Mask. And Son of the Mask is moving on, on to our next fight. Dominic, this one is yours. It is Death Race 2000. And I like how we didn't specify which version this was. The original or the new one versus the love guru. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. Um, I looked up all the Death Race movies and there are a lot of them. And ah, the, the worst one, this one is the one with like Sylvester Stallone and like... There's, like, good actors in this movie. Not good actors, but, like, action actors. And the love guru is just garbage. So I'm just going to vote for the love guru because it was terrible, and people told you not to watch that movie when you when they reviewed it. Like, please don't watch this movie. 
Ignore it. <laughs> Vote for the love guru. Mike. Uh, you know, I have not seen either of these, neither of the Death Race movies or any of them. Um, but with Death Race, I just never saw them. I never knew about them, thought about them, just had any interest whatsoever. But the love guru was very deliberately avoided. Although now it's it's kind of intriguing. Like you might catch a few minutes on cable and watch it for a second and then see how bad it is and, and run away. But uh, yeah, it's, it's it's definitely beyond so bad it's good. It's so bad it's something else. So I'm assuming that's a vote for the love guru because <laughs> Mike didn't say. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was pretty obvious. I don't know with you. Uh, I think it was obvious to you. Yeah, thank you, Michael. Uh, Kirsten, go ahead. Uh, this was one of my submissions. Uh, Death Race 2000 is actually uh, the title of the uh, the 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 Corman uh, cult film. Death Race is just the uh, the the remake, and uh, I meant for it to be Death Race 2000. Um, I love this movie as a kid growing up. It is classic uh, Corman cult movie, but Carradine is great in it. Sylvester Stallone was in this just before he sold and made Rocky. Um, and um, it, I, one of the reasons I love this movie is it actually, it actually makes some very weird little predictions about the future of America, uh, people's fascination. It's almost like a reality show. The death race is on television. People watch it. They're literally scoring points for running over uh, innocent people. America's fascination with the macabre and morbid stuff like that today echoes that corporate uh, dictatorship in America. The president like lives in his summer palace in Japan, and they blame the French for resistant terrorist fighters trying to disrupt the race. It's just it, it actually makes bizarre little predictions about the future of American pop culture that have come true in this day. And uh, for that reason, I love the movie, and I really, uh, I really do uh, admire, admire it for that. And that's why I chose the movie, and that's why I choose it now. Uh, vote for Death Race 2000. I, too, will vote for Death Race 2000. It is all tied up, and it comes down to you, Michael. Well, in the interest of full disclosure, I produced the recent DVD of Death Race 2000, um, and I think that movie, I agree with everything you said. I think it's, uh, aside from the budget, the only thing that really hinders that movie is the budget. Yes. Because they had $4 to work with, <laughs> and some of that stuff, you know, couldn't be really, but it has such a wonderfully over-the-top sense of humor. Everyone's in on the joke, and it finds such a, a really fun balance between over-the-top splatter comedy and political satire. I don't really know what it's doing on the list. I mean, you could call it a bad movie, but if you really want to call a bad movie with the words death race in it, look at that fucking remake with Statham in it. And uh, that, that deserves to be on this list more than death race. Love guru goes from being bad to briefly so good. It's bad to just plain bad to fucking itself in the ass and giving a birth to a mutant baby that pisses out an even worse movie than before it is true it, it, and i love mike myers but that thing is such a uh, what a, what an ego trip that was and what an unfunny one at that so gotta go with love guru 
of Vote for Love Guru. And Love Guru makes it on through. And we are at our last fight of the first round. Mike, this one is yours. It is Leonard Part 6, a Bill Cosby vehicle, versus Jared's pick. It is unknown until now. It is Conan the Destroyer. No. I am going... I am going to go with Leonard Part 6. Uh, because it didn't answer any of the unanswered questions from <laughs> part five and uh, contradicted the continuity of uh, two and three. Uh, vote for Leonard part six. Kirsten? Um, uh, wow. You know, as a Robert E. Howard purist, um, I can only say that Conan the Destroyer was absolutely horrible and is actually... Um, unwatchable to me, uh, even beyond uh, what it would be unwatchable to most folks. Um, Leonard Part Six, uh, you know, I loved Cosby back in the end the day, but this one is tough for me. Um, I think I'm just gonna I'm just gonna vote for Conan because it's Conan, however awful it was. A vote for Conan the Destroyer. Um, I remember when Leonard Part Six came out. And I was a little kid, and I loved it. It was a great movie. Bill Cosby doing all his weird voices and stuff. And I was like, it's part six, so where's one through five? <laughs> um, for those of you that don't know, they named it part six just to fuck with people. There are no other Leonard movies. It's just, it's just part six. And, it, and honestly, the title itself is brilliant, because if you don't know... It's one of those, well, where are the other movies? I want to see the rest. You know, and then, you know, you realize that you're ignorant. But Conan Destroyer, horrible fun. I, I, how could I, I'm, I'm not voting against it. I'm going to vote for Conan. Michael. Um, yeah, Leonard Part 6 is notable because of that title and also because Bill Cosby was just at the height of the beginning of the Cosby show. I mean, he couldn't have been doing any better when this movie came out. And it was so bad that he refused to do any publicity before and actively told people <laughs> not to go see it. He's like, I don't go see the movie later, part six. It's the piece of shit. Blah. You know, it was just, it was, he really went out of his way to tell people to avoid it. And anyone who thought there were actually five other Leonards getting 10 minutes into this movie, they would realize the title had to be a joke because there's no way a series would have gone that far. That was that crappy. Um, Conan the Destroyer, yeah, it's not very good at all, and it's it's pretty pretty bad, but it's got some fun parts, and it's still Schwarzenegger doing the Conan thing, and it was during that really sad three-year period where they kept trying to make Grace Jones a movie star, mm. and uh, all I remember about her in that movie is just her going, yeah! That's all I remember her doing. I don't remember her having any dialogue. She just goes around going, yeah! And it's like, well, all right, well, if that turns you on, I'm not good for you. Uh, so I'm going to go with Leonard Part 6. A vote for Leonard Part 6. It is all tied up, and it comes down to you there, Dominic. Well, this is awesome because I put Leonard Part 6 on the movie list because it's a terrible movie. Uh, Conan the Destroyer is an, a bad movie, okay? But, you know, yeah, it does have Grace Jones in it. But it also has Andre the Giant in it, apparently. I'm just like, it has Will Cameron in it. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, that vote, 
that shows everything bad about that movie. Um, let's just say that Leonard Part 6 is exactly what you said when you said that, you know, I went to it as a kid going, oh, look, Pudding Pop, dude. Oh, look, it's the Cosby Show, dude. Oh, look, it's Fat Albert, dude. What is this movie? What is this about? Like, I watched the whole thing, and I thought I was like, okay, and then I got home, and somebody said, this is terrible, and I was like, it is terrible. Everything about it made no sense. And that was when I stopped being a child. So, yes, Leonard Part 6 kind of killed my childhood. So, there you go. <laughs> because Leonard Part 6 killed his childhood, Leonard Part 6 takes the win, and we'll be back right after this. Yeah, it's a break, and normally it's some weird commercial or something like that, or some odd thing like last week. Wait, was that last week? Yeah, that was last week in Best Bad, uh, Best Weapon, where Mike played the uh, Join West Point theme and stuff, which was awesome. But this time around, uh, I really do want to say, check out the Geek Fights Tumblr. Um, Janet did a fan fiction of the missing day of Harry Potter. Uh, it's, it takes place in between when Voldemort kills his family and when he ends up at the Dursley's house. There's that missing day. It's really good. It's on the Geek Fights Tumblr, which is, uh, well, you know, you can find it on the main page and all that good stuff. So check it out. Go there now. It's really good. Only take you like five minutes to read it. It's great. Back. Are we gonna start? I'm sorry. Doing what we do every week. Yeah, fuck you. I'm just gonna keep going, asthma. <laughs> <laughs> we're jumping right into geek cred, uh, and we're gonna go right to Dominic. Brand new. Uh, nobody here knows him. <laughs> Dominic, what is your geek cred? I listen to this show. <laughs> okay. Well, there you go. That's actually a really good point. Yeah, actually, that is. I was nice to know someone does. Yeah, I mean, no, seriously. I, all the reason I'm on the show is because I think on the Defixer find out one of the one of the weeks they said something about geek fights, and I was like, let me look this up. <laughs> and then I listened to it, and you guys like raped my childhood about Star Wars, <laughs> and then you like did it again about Star Trek, and then it was like you know, every time Mike's fight would destroy the episode, and I go, I gotta get on this episode. There's no way this is right. This is wrong. <laughs> But I would keep listening over and over again. I mean, the only thing uh, that I do is photography, and uh, you know, I take pictures a lot. So I'm espresso dom all over the internet. So that's about my geek cred. All right. Uh, thank you, Kirsten. Um. <clears throat> all right. Uh, I worked at Star Trek: The Experience in Las Vegas. I was one of the first two actors hired, and uh, I was there when it closed. Um, my last three years there, I was a walk-around Andorian, Commander Castran. Uh, I was also a Borg 
in uh, one of the first Borg when we opened up the Borg Invasion. I also worked in Starfleet. I was in part of management. I was all over the place there. So that's a major part of my geek cred. Plus the fact I am a regular contributor on um, the Ugly Couch Show, which is uh, a bunch of Star Trek The Experience alums doing their geek cast uh, out of Las Vegas. So that's uh, my geek cred there. And when... Uh, I listened to your third Star Trek versus Star Wars and Itchy One. I was like, fuck, I got to get on Skype and get on this thing because this is crazy. <laughs> and Michael. Uh, I'm a documentary DVD producer, filmmaker. I run Red Shirt Pictures, do featurette commentaries and uh, documentaries for a host of films that have been coming back out on DVD, mostly horror films. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Monster Squad, Night of the Creeps. I'm working on Evil Dead 2 right now. Zombie House by the Cemetery. If you want more information on me, go to redshirtpictures.com or see me on Facebook as well. Thank you very much, Michael. Uh, we're going to jump right back into the fights. Kirsten, this one is yours. It is Xanadu versus Space Hunter. Uh, well, I'm going for Space Hunter. I just, I'm going to stick to my no musicals policy. So, Space Hunter it is. A vote for Space Hunter. I'm going to vote for Space Hunter as well. And why? So I don't sing the song. See? (laughs) (laughs) Michael? I'm voting for Xanadu. Oh, I want to sing it so bad. Uh, Dominic, go right ahead. I'm voting voting for purple rock stars that sing an electric tune. So I'm going to go with Xanadu. A vote for Xanadu. It is all tied up, and it comes down to you, Mike. Oh fuck! Um, <laughs> you know this is tough because it is like I actually think Space. Hun- I like Space Hunter. I, I like it a lot. Uh, so but, vote Xanadu because you hate Xanadu. But it's so it's not that bad. So if I want to go with the you know what is really a bad movie, I don't think Space Hunter is a bad movie. I think there's actually a lot of a lot of heart there. You know, they maybe didn't, couldn't pull off their idea, but I think at its core, there could easily have been a good science fiction movie there. Oh, fuck! And I haven't seen Xanadu, and and it sounds horrible. So <laughs> it is. It is. So do I vote for the good one or the bad one? And uh, I have vote to for vote. the best of the bad. I have to oh. vote for Xanadu because it, it it is Space oh, Hunter is not bad enough to be a bad movie. Xanadu <laughs> moves on, and we are on to our next fight. It is Star Trek Five versus Tank Girl. And uh, while I like Tank Girl, uh, I like Star Trek Five more. And everybody says it's the worst of the Star Trek movies, and I go, no, it is not. Star Trek Insurrection is the worst of the Star Trek movies of all of them. It, it, it it's boring. Uh, Star Trek Five is fun, and so I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna vote with for Star Trek Five, Michael. Uh, at this point, I, I think we need to really kind of wean out the films that are actually somewhat legitimately good, because uh, we've all kind of, if you look at what we've got, we've really got films that are just outright terrible or just so bad they are at least fun. I don't really consider Star Trek V to be bad at all. It's got problems, sure, but there's a lot of good stuff in that movie, and I, it's uh, you put it up against something like Tank Girl, it does not deserve to beat Tank Girl in any best bad movie or worst bad movie or any Tank Girl sucks a whole hell of a lot more. So, no, that's Star Trek Five. You, you, please, you, you. Hope you don't go on. So, Tank Girl. A vote for Tank Girl, Dominic. 
I'm going to go with the logic, man, because I'm pretty sure that I saw Star Trek Five, even if it was because it was just Star Trek at the theater. And there was something about Tank Girl in those commercials that said, don't go. And so I didn't go. And I'm happy that I didn't go because what I saw was terrible crap. So terrible crap is supposed to win in this kind of fight. So I'm going to go with Tank Girl. Oh, vote for Tank Girl. Mike. Uh, well, I'm going to uh, invoke geek precedent that Star Trek V, the hero in every way, shape, and form is James T. Kirk, and Tank Girl, the villain, is Malcolm McDowell, dressed all in black. Malcolm McDowell, dressed all in black, kills Captain Kirk. So, Tank Girl. Oh, vote for Tank Girl and Kirsten. Um, at this point, I think I'm going to have to do what I can to start voting for what would I rather watch uh, of these bad movies. And I'd rather watch Star Trek V. A vote for Star Trek V, but Tank Girl moves on. We are on to our next fight. Michael, this one is yours. It is The Room versus Speed 2. Uh, this, the Room is just too much damn fun, especially with an audience. You don't see midnight screenings of Speed 2. Uh, you know, there's just, the room is, is just one of those films where every single line delivered by the lead actor is done in the 100% worst possible way. And it, even though everybody else in the movie is a bad actor, they look like fucking Olivier compared to this guy. And the problem is he's in every scene. I mean, it's just, it's truly mind boggling how, how awful the movie is. Speed two is just. A stupid movie, a stupid idea, a stupid concept. I watched it once. That was enough for me. And I have to be honest, that boat crashes into the harbor and goes like a half a mile into the, uh, the, the, the dock and the harbor there. And how many people die? It's like, I mean, it, it must have wiped out. And you see on screen like hundreds of people are getting crushed under this thing. And it has the nerve to have sort of a happy ending. It's like, well, at least we made it. Like, um... Hello, fuckers. You just killed like half the coastal town that you just happened to crash into. Uh, it's just one of those films that no one should have ever bothered making. And it's, eh, fuck it. The Room. Uh, vote for The Room. Dominic. Okay. So I just Googled The Room and I've come to a realization that has made me kill my own movie because I, I think that Speed 2 was supposed to win as the worst movie on this list. But The Room is really the worst movie ever because that's that movie that freaking Cartoon Network runs like twice a year, four times yeah. a night, and that is garbage. That is terrible crap, and it's like somewhere between homoerotic stupidness is what it is. I, I, no, I'm sorry. It has to win. I'm sorry. The Room. Uh, vote for The Room. Mike. Uh, you know, I haven't seen either of these, like I said, um, but the more this is going on, I I want to see the room. I not, nothing's making me want to see Speed Two, uh, right? But I'm I'm actually sitting here going, where it, it's not streaming on Netflix, where can I get this movie? <laughs> it's like I now have to see this movie. <laughs> uh, so the room. With you, man. you don't want to see it, dude. Oh. Yeah, you do. A vote for the room, Kirsten. 
Um, yeah, I'm going to go with my which would I'd rather see. And just based on the sheer awfulness of it, even if I riff tracks it, I would uh, rather see the room just to uh, find out what all the hate is about. Uh, a vote for the room, and I will quickly make it a clean sweep. The room moves on. We are on to our next fight. It is Hawk the Slayer versus Highlander 2. Oh, sorry. Dominic, that one's yours. <laughs> We're just not going to talk about this, are we? Nope, not at all. Uh, Hawk the Slayer reminds me of a wrestling movie just on the title alone. And Highlander 2, everything Highlander that is not the original Highlander is terrible except for the TV show. I don't know which one is worse. I guess because Hawk sounds like something that somebody made in their backyard. I'm going to go with Hawk. A vote for Hawk the Slayer. Mike. You know, um, like I said, I have not seen Hawk the Slayer, but it is now uh as of as of this episode in my netflix queue uh <laughs> i have not seen highlander 2 the renegade cut and it is now in my netflix queue this no this don't episode, do that to yourself i have to i have <laughs> to see this the room Stop. i'm gonna have a no. triple feature with hawk oh. room and and highlander 2 man I'm, I'm going all out god get as baked as you've ever gotten <laughs> in your life dude so uh and, and you know I know how bad Highlander Two is, at least the one that I saw, and uh, <laughs> I have to vote for uh, I have to vote for that one over one that sounds bad, but I really cannot confirm. A vote for Highlander Two, Kirsten. Um, I'm going for Hawk. I'll watch that movie uh, any day of the week. It's uh, it's just um, uh, it's that I just enjoy it that much. Could be childhood. Uh, um. Uh, sentimentality, but uh, Highlander 2, yeah, that, uh, I don't even know if I can bring myself to do one of those, watch it, because it's just so bad to laugh at moments, so, Hawk. A uh, vote for Hawk the Slayer. <laughs> um, see, I, Hawk the Slayer has two votes, and Highlander 2 has one. I could give Hawk the Slayer the win right now, or I could tie it up, and possibly give the win to Highlander 2. Um... I haven't seen Hawk the Slayer. And uh, isn't Highlander 2 the quickening? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got to okay, vote I'm, for I'm Highlander 2. I'm, I'm voting for Highlander 2. Uh, Michael, it's all tied up and it comes down to you. Uh, yeah, this really is no contest. I mean, Highlander 2 for me is when they try to fix the, the movie, actually tries to explain these guys as being from a planet called Zeist. Instead of just being Scottish immortals, they try to figure it out by ma making them uh, aliens from the planet Zeist. And in the Renegade version, they change it to the past. But it's so badly done, literally Christopher Lambert is dubbed like this. Instead of it being, I had no intention of ever going back to Zeist, it becomes, I had no intention of ever going back to the past. So it's like, <laughs> it's it really... Stop trying to fix this turd. Doesn't matter how many, how much lacquer you put on it, and how shiny you make it. It's a turd. Stop it. Highlander two, and Highlander two moves on. We are on to our next fight, Mike. This one is yours. It is Plan Nine from Outer Space versus Van Helsing. Um, this is this is rough. Do I go with the the big gun, the classic, the uh, iconic? 
or I mean Van Helsing was crap, but it has some geek cred. Of course, Plan Nine has Bela Lugosi. That's better geek cred than uh, than uh, Hugh Jackman. Yeah, Plan Nine. A vote from Plan Nine from Outer Space, Kirsten. Uh, yeah, Plan Nine because it is the iconic great bad movie. Another vote for Plan Nine. Um, Van Helsing is shitty. Uh, is Plan Nine the one that the Mystery Science Theater movie is? No, that's just on the. That's you're right. You're right. Um, uh, Plan Nine from Outer Space. Van Helsing. Um, Van Helsing. Why the fuck not? It's a horrible movie. Michael. Oh boy. Um. Well, it's, yeah. For me, this I gotta go with uh, Plan Nine, just because as shitty as Van Helsing is, or as offensive a waste of creativity it is, I don't even like talking about it. It's one of those movies where it's like, oh god, do I really have to talk about fucking awful shitty Van Helsing? Uh, whereas Plan Nine, I could go on and on about. And again, it it set the template for the so good bad. It's man, it truly, it's it's <laughs> it's the room in black and white. So we gotta go. We gotta go with uh, Plan Nine. Uh, another vote for Plan Nine from Outer Space and Dominic. Uh, as bad as bad as Planet Nine probably is, Van Helsing I saw and it's it's definitely garbage. And it has the woman killer in it, so I'm gonna go with Van Helsing. Wait, which woman killer? The chick that kills every movie that she's in, man. I'm sorry, I can't oh, remember her name. <laughs> I'm sorry. She destroys movies. Like, wow, I was, I was there on that whole woman killer thing. I was like, what the? Who's done this? Uh, man, she's a serious conversation topic for me, man. Uh, I, she, she ruins movies. Oh, and uh, serendipity. How about that? How do you like them? There you go. There you go. John Cusack and her. I love that movie. <laughs> anyway, oh, Plan boy. 9 from Outer Space moves on. We are on to our next fight. Kirsten, this one is yours. Batman and Robin versus Showgirls. Dang. Um, uh, hmm. This is interesting. Showgirls, I think, uh, um, yeah, it's just, it's, it's, uh, eh, Batman and Robin. A vote for Batman and Robin. Ah, back to me. Showgirls, it's so bad. Uh, There are only three topics women talk about in the movie. Uh, They are nails, potato chips, and men. If you go back and watch that movie, that's all the conversations they have. Uh, It's all pointed out in the commentary, and it's pointed out as um, the people who wrote this movie had never talked to women ever before in their life. (laughs) (laughs) This <laughs> like, like, is the greatest commentary in the world because it points out so many horribly bad things with this movie. There's so many things that are wrong. And, and seriously, Jesse Spano, isn't that her name? Jesse Spano. She was so hot on Saved by the Bell. I loved her so much. And then she did this movie and I heard she was naked. And I'm like, oh, my God, I wanted to see the other girl naked, but I'll see this one, too. And uh, I never did because I, I, you know, I just never got out to the theater to see it. And when I finally did, I, I was so disappointed. Although I'd already seen her naked in uh, her final movie, 
any given Sunday, where she also plays a whore. So I'm going to vote for <laughs> Showgirls. Uh, Michael? <laughs> yeah, I can't sum it up much better than that. Uh, Batman and Robin is, is at least entertaining. I mean, it's entertaining and stupid and over the top, too. But Showgirls, again, just went so far into the wrong areas. It was one of those films where the rape scene, for example, that was alluded to earlier, I don't consider it funny, but it's so hard to watch it because they cast this guy, this, basically this one, the nice girl, the one really nice person in the movie gets brutally raped at the end of the picture for no reason whatsoever, and she's raped by this sort of rock star dude who looks just like Yanni, so it's very, very <laughs> odd to have Yanni go ape shit and rape a girl for no reason whatsoever. And then Elizabeth Berkeley shows up and suddenly becomes the femme Nikita and starts kicking the shit out of everybody. And it's one of those scenes where all you can do is just sit there and go, well, I wouldn't have thought they would do that. Um, yeah, that movie is a train wreck of glorious proportions. It's like watching two trains with strippers collide and it's horrible and bloody and disgusting, but also just really fun to watch at the same time. Uh, I gotta, I gotta go with Showgirls. A uh, vote for Showgirls, uh, Dominic. Okay, so you guys came at it with you know potato chips and nails and terrible and all that crap, but come on, Arnold Schwarzenegger in in like the white face and. Um, Bill chick with green leaves. So I'm going to go Batman and Robin with the worst George Clooney performance ever. A vote for Batman and Robin. And it was a bad performance as Batman, but I'll be damned if he wasn't a great Bruce Wayne. It is yeah. all tied up. It comes down to you, Mike. Which oh, way are you going? Um, well, it's definitely Batman and Robin for me. Uh, Batman and Robin... You know, you talk about misplaced intentions. Batman and Robin about the Dark Knight. You know, a sequel to kind of to Tim Burton's gothic fantasy manages to be more fabulous and gayer than the movie about showgirls in Las Vegas. That's a pretty big accomplishment. Nice one, Arnold Schwarzenegger. He warps the movie around him. It turns it into a completely different thing. It's it's an amazing thing to watch. Uh, I, I think it's, I mean, Showgirls, like I said, it's just bad. I just, I, I don't want to watch. With Batman and Robin, you don't need a commentary to point out all of the horribly bad things in this movie. It's perfect. A vote for Batman and Robin, and Batman and Robin moves on. Uh, Comic book movie whore. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, <laughs> speaking of which, we've got two more comic book movies coming up. It is Catwoman versus the Son of the Mask. And um, Catwoman is a train wreck. And and it's more because of... Uh, God damn it. Why can I never remember her vagina showing name? Ah, get your ass tomorrow. Sharon Stone. Stone. Sharon Stone. Get the, yeah, yeah. It's more because of her over-the-top, horrible performance than... Halle Berry. Halle Berry is bad, but I think early on Halle Berry realized that she wasn't doing something that had anything to do with the comic book. Uh, she was like, ah, fuck it. I'll do whatever I want. and I'll, I'll do a little Eartha Kit from time to time from the TV show, because that's what I remember because I knew she had cat power. It's like, what, bitch? You, you're crazy. But <laughs> Sharon Stone is horrible. 
and I've got to vote for Catwoman. Michael? Uh, oh, but God, you talk about shit versus shit. This is a <laughs> man. Uh, I'm going to go with the one that I think squandered the most potential. I don't know how good Sound of the Mask ever really could have been, given what they had to work with. Catwoman really had no excuse for being as bad as it was. Uh, it, considering what it was coming off of, the legacy of the character, the people they chose to get involved, I mean, maybe it was never going to be a great movie, but it, it certainly had no business. I mean, you could tell right from the beginning, Son of the Mask had no fucking chance. Catwoman had a shot, and it blew it, and it blew it on a much bigger budget than Son of the Mask did. So, got to put Catwoman through. Uh, vote for Catwoman. Dominic? No, I'm tempted to go fight. You know, which one would win in a fight? Because they're both terrible. <laughs> And, you know, the son of the mask with the mask on can do pretty much anything and doesn't feel anything. And Catwoman is just the Catwoman. So I'm going to go with son of the mask because it's terrible. It's terrible and it would probably kick Catwoman's ass. A vote for son of the mask. Um, this Catwoman does have powers. Don't forget that. She can steal your soul like cats do. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Mike... Um, well, like I said earlier, I didn't make it all the way through Catwoman. And after I did start to watch it, um, I was talking to, to Damon and, uh, I said, yeah, I actually didn't even finish the movie. And he was like, yeah, it was horrible, but you know, Halle Berry, Halle Berry really looked great in the Catwoman costume. And I was like, oh, I don't know. I didn't make it that far. Like, you didn't make it to the costume? It's like, no, I think I checked out somewhere she was in a library. There was a lot of books around. It's like, that's only like 10, 15 minutes of the movie. It's like, yeah, at that point, I just realized it wasn't getting any better. So I, I didn't even see her in the costume in the movie. It was so bad. Um, Catwoman. Oh, vote for Catwoman and Kirsten. Uh, Michael did a great breakdown why it should be Catwoman. I was originally just going to say Catwoman, so Son of the Mask does not move forward. But Michael did such a good job, I'll just say Michael uh, hit it on the nose. It's Catwoman. And Catwoman takes the win. We're on to our next fight. Michael, this one is yours. It is the Love Guru versus Leonard Part 6. Oh, man. talk! Oh, this thing's stinking up the chat room. Uh... <laughs> God, uh, <laughs> we have a chat room <laughs> or whatever the hell we are, whatever cyber room we're in right now. This thing is just disgusting. People uh, on Skype right now are going, Ooh, what is that? Yeah, this is bad. <laughs> Sorry this about is, that. I farted. Yeah. Well, I'd rather that than have to endure other one of these things again. Um, two big comedians, two ego driven projects, two complete fucking disasters. Which one would I sit through? Again? Which ones can they even buy? Boy, I, I, this is. Ooh, I, which one would I watch again under penalty of death? Um, I think Leonard Part Six is shorter than Love Guru. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Leonard Part Six. A vote for Leonard Part Six, Dominic. Oh, man, I, I don't have time to look it up, but I'm pretty sure that there's no way that Leonard Part 6, oh, God, I don't know, those are both terrible movies. The Beard and The Love Guru is enough. Like, as soon as I saw him with The Beard, I knew that was going to be a terrible movie. I was suckered into actually watching Leonard Part 6. So, uh, Leonard Part 6, dude, because Bill Cosby didn't deserve that. <laughs> 
<laughs> vote for Leonard Part 6. Mike. You know, the term shit versus shit comes up a lot, and it has tonight, and it will continue to. But I don't think any match defines it as better than this. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, two incredibly funny people doing just something horrible. And my first instinct is to vote for Love Guru because, uh, for me, that was a, a bigger fall. You know, he went from Wayne's World kind of up to Austin Powers and then follows it up with this, you know, the next big franchise. And whew, it was bad. But I will vote for Leonard if Michael uh, will do his Bill Cosby imitation once again. You gotta go see Leonard Part Six, and I got the gel and the pudding pops and the movies and the stuff shit up your ass and stuff. Fucking good. Vote for Leonard Part Six, Kirsten. Um, yeah, that's a pretty good Bill Cosby. Leonard Part Six. Oh, vote for Leonard Part Six. I would give it a clean sweep, but the Love Guru. Ended Mike Myers' comedic career. <laughs> he has not make it, made another movie since the. Wait, 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 wait! There was another. There was there was another Shrek after Love Guru. Shrek doesn't count. No, no. <laughs> I don't count Shrek because <laughs> you. If you don't know that it's his voice, you don't know that it's. Yeah, you know he's going to take a shot at Austin Powers or Wayne's World again someday. Someday, but he's going to have to. The Love Guru destroyed his career. He can only do things where you can't see his face. Thank you for saying correct. <laughs> He's the phantom of the cinema now. Exactly. So I've got to vote for Love Guru. But Leonard Part 6 moves on and we are on to our next fight, which is for a spot in the Final Four. Dominic, this one is yours. It is Xanadu It's Xanadu versus uh, Tank Girl. Tank Girl is better than Xanadu, the five minutes that I watched. It was bad 80s, like, electric boogaloo type shit. So Xanadu has to die. So Xanadu, Xanadu. A vote for Xanadu. Mike. Wow. Uh, Mike, are you this is This is really tough. <laughs> <laughs> are you alive? <laughs> wait, 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 Mike, let me just say that in the first five minutes of Xanadu, a dude is sketching a toaster. There you go. But there's a reason for that. <laughs> you know, like I said, I, I like Tank Girl quite a bit. Uh, I haven't seen Xanadu, but it is right now in front of me on Netflix. And it's the first thing so far that actually I can play instantly, and I'm hitting play right now. So... And when I typed in Xanadu, I actually typed in Zabadu, but it still came up. <laughs> so Xanadu. Yeah, there's nothing else close to it, man. It's just... Another vote for Xanadu. Kirsten. Man, uh, I'm going to have to go back to my criterion of which would I rather watch uh, as a, in, even enjoying as a bad movie, and that would be Tank Girl. A vote for Tank Girl. Uh, yeah, I don't want to watch Xanadu at all. Uh, I, I, I have watched Tank Girl, 
And I was so in love with Naomi Watts. And I didn't know it was Naomi Watts that, like, isn't there a, a sandy shower scene with her where she's rubbing sand all over her? She's so mousy and cute. I, I've got to vote for Naomi Watts. I, so it's all tied up. And it comes down to you, Michael. Which way are we going? Michael, did you just die? Sing it, Michael. Sing it. I think Michael died. Ah. I guess <laughs> that, I, I, that would be fucked up. <laughs> 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 oh. Ah. We, we Hello. Oh, okay, there you are. Thank God. <laughs> we thought you were dead for a second. <laughs> oh, wait, what? We just lost. Is he gone again? Yeah. <laughs> Hello. There we go. <laughs> okay. Sorry, I don't know what the hell happened there. That was. Uh... We thought you died for a second. It's all right. Oh, okay. Well, I, well, I, I lost. I, all I heard was uh, the last person talking, so I don't even know what happened. Xanadu and Tank Girl are tied up. It comes down to you. Did he do that again? He's doing that. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't want to vote. Maybe this time he died. <laughs> Maybe every time he has to choose between these two, he has a little blackout. Hello, what's going on? Hands are real fast. Don't say anything. Just answer. <laughs> Before you pass out again, answer, answer. Number one, what's number the fucking two. Question number one, number two, Michael. Which do you prefer, one or two? <laughs> That's a very odd question to be asking me right now. Hey, I'll ask one more time. Zenitu and Tank Girl are tied up. It comes okay. down to you. Where do you yeah. That's so funny. I thought you disappeared again. No, I didn't disappear. I, I, I don't know what's going on. I didn't. <laughs> Just vote. I'll cut all this shit out. No, you cannot vote. cut this out. But please vote, Michael. <laughs> no, I was. Uh, no, no, no. I'm still here. Oh, god damn it! You people are fucked. What's with, what's with everyone? <laughs> I don't know. Just, just vote. Uh, this vote. I'm voting for Xanadu. Fuck all y'all. And <laughs> Xanadu moves on. You know, I'm, I'm actually watching Xanadu right now, and there are women with purple glows around them. And one looks like she has a dildo on her head. I told you! I am crying right now! Why? It's fine. It's fine. I have to... Here we go. Moving on. I can't even see. There's so many tears on my face. <laughs> It is The Room versus Highlander 2. Another spot in the Final Four. Mike, that one is yours. Oh, boy. Um, I, you know, it. I do just have to wind up deferring to one of them I've seen, one that I haven't, but 
you know, I'd, I'd be watching The Room right now if it were on Netflix. But, uh... You really turn it off. Fuck it. Uh, Highlander 2. Oh, vote for Highlander 2. Kirsten. Um, uh... <clears throat> you know what? I would rather... I would rather chance The Room than watch Highlander 2 again. The Room. The Room. Oh, vote for The Room. Um... I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Highlander two on this one, just because I love the quickening. I, you know what? My next, the next show, I, next episode should just be called Geek Fights: The Quickening. That'll be fun. <laughs> but uh, a vote for Highlander two for me, Michael. Room. A vote for the room. It is all tied up, and it comes down, to Dominic. Okay, so I, I'm gonna take a second so you can understand when we have to vote for it again. So, I watch Cartoon Network to go to sleep. So, like, at around 11 or 12, I turned into Cartoon Network, and I wanted to fall into sleep with, like, Family Guy, American Dad, something funny that I've seen already that I can fall asleep. Every couple months or every six months or so, they put the room on, like, three times, like, twice in a row, and then it comes on in non-HD, twice in a row, and... It haunts me because it is terrible. I mean, it is not even like there's no plot. Like, there's pauses in between people talking. You know, like, oh, I just cheated on you, huh? Like, like there's, it's terrible. Like, nobody is trying to act in that movie. Highlander 2 is a piece of garbage, but the room is like, it's like if we all got in the room and decided to act right now. Uh, vote oh, we for? would do better than that. <laughs> we would do better than that. We I, 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 would. I'm sorry. Uh, we would. A vote for the room, and the room is into the final four. On to our next fight, Kirsten. This one is yours. It is Plan Nine from Outer Space versus Batman and Robin. Ah, oh, damn! This is a conundrum. <clears throat> you have the the standard bearer, the 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 movie that made so bad it it has to be watched good. The 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 uh, the very very concept. It, it you could say this is the reason why we're doing this uh, this uh, episode. Um, but um, I would and uh, I would watch Batman and Robin again. Uh, like you said, man, I did think Clooney was a great uh, Bruce Wayne. Um, <clears throat> uh, I wish I wasn't first on this one. I'm going to give it to the iconic standard Plan Nine. A vote for Plan 9 from Outer Space. Um, I'm going to go with Batman and Robin. I can still watch that. It's fun. Uh, I guess Plan 9 is good with a group, but I watched it by myself, and it's not very much fun by yourself. So I'm going to go Batman and Robin, because you can still watch it by yourself. Uh, Michael. Um, basically, when it comes <laughs> right down to it, Plan 9... Like I said, it's it's the original bad movie. You know, it's the one that everyone, when you think of, oh, Jesus, what, what's like the worst movie ever made? And they always say it's Plan 9. Made by a bad filmmaker with a cast of unknowns for $2.50. Batman and Robin was made by some pretty talented people on a huge budget, and it manages to not be nearly as good as Plan 9. And in many ways, it's just as goofy. I mean, isn't there a scene with Arnold Schwarzenegger leading his subjects in a musical number? Yep. With the, they, yeah, it's like, there seems <laughs> like that in the movie where all you can do is just go, well, that was an odd choice. 
I mean, there's just so many scenes in the movie like that. It's just so, you know, interestingly enough, I'm more fascinated by Batman and Robin now than I am by Plan 9. So I'm going to go with uh, Batman and Robin. Uh, vote for Batman and Robin. Dominic. I'm going to go with uh, Reverend Nipples. Uh, Batman and Robin. Another I was about vote. to say, can you clarify? <laughs> <laughs> vote for Batman and Robin. And Mike. Uh, I will vote for Batman and Robin because it is the chilling sound of your doom. <laughs> and Batman and Robin is into the final four. On to our next fight. It is Catwoman versus Leonard Part 6. Um, hey, it's the black people fight. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Which way? Black- oh, yes. This is, this is where it's all come down to. Yeah. Let's come to the black people. Uh, but who has the shittier white people in their movie? I don't remember any of the white people in Leonard Part 6, if there <laughs> are any. Uh, Sharon Stone is a pile of shit, so I'm going to go with Catwoman. Michael? I cannot believe you brought the race card into a fight between Catwoman and Leonard Part 6. That is absurd. Although it's a good point. <laughs> um, no, I got it. it. Boy, oh my god, how do you pick between... Leonard Part 6 and Catwoman. Um, I guess it comes down to just... uh, Leonard Part 6, at the very least, at the very least, could have been good. I think they just ended up with a director who wasn't right for the project, and it just kind of sank under the weight of expectations. Catwoman just was a... They developed that thing to hell and just got completely the wrong concept for it. But as much as I love the letter to Part Six, I'm gonna go with Catwoman because she's a bitch. <laughs> oh, vote for Catwoman. Yeah, Leonard Part Six is no ghost dad. Uh, Dominic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ghost dad is no Catwoman. No, no. But see, on your rule, you said you wanted to go race card, and there's Sharon Stone and Catwoman. There's absolutely nobody. Yeah, there's no white people. Like, there's two white people in Planet Part Six, and I don't know who either one of them are. Three of them, three of them, and William Hall, George McGuire, and Tom Courtenay. I don't know, and five other people that don't even have pictures, like on IMDb. So, I'm gonna go with Planet Part Six because it's a pile of garbage, and there's nobody in it but Bill Cosby, as far as I can tell. A uh, vote for Planet Part Six, uh, Mike. Uh, I I will play uh, another race card that uh, (laughs) Catwoman Halle Berry was playing a character that classically was white. Um, And I don't that will never happen again because of this. uh, Well, it just happened to Spider Man and Perry White. Uh, What about Eartha Kitt? She was Catwoman. Uh Ah, gotcha. But there were more. White Catwoman. Who gives a flying fuck? That's because there are more white people. That is the most goddamn ridiculous counter argument I've ever heard, but there were more white Catwomen. Well, just for that, I'll, I'll vote for Leonard if Michael does his Bill Gosby again. No, I'm, uh, I'm voting for Catwoman. I mean, come on, it's, it's Catwoman versus Batman next. That's awesome. Uh, vote for Catwoman. And Kirsten. Mike, you fucker, you stole my thunder. I was going to do the Catwoman versus Batman and Robin thing. Yes, Catwoman, move forward. 
And we've got our final four. Xanadu versus The Room and Batman and Robin versus Catwoman. Four deserving candidates, I must say. That would be awesome. Yeah, two coming from DC Comics. Uh, well, Ooh. we didn't put Green Lantern on here. It would have been up there, too. Superman Returns. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah, How is Superman 4 not on here? <laughs> because we didn't... <laughs> we didn't really think this through. No. There was no... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Superman 4 already won a geek fight. No, no, yeah. Indiana Jones won that one. Indiana Jones won that one. And there's no joy at all in no. Superman 4. <laughs> there's no joy to be had. Like, there's joy in the room. There's joy in Batman and Robin. There's even a little bit of joy in Catwoman. Xanadu, I don't know. There's a shitload of joy in Xanadu. I'm watching it now. <laughs> okay. Oh, it's a joyful experience. <laughs> then there we go. Michael, this fight is yours. It is Xanadu versus the room. This is a kind of a hard one for me because I put Xanadu on this list and it was the one that I first thought of when thinking of this list. Um, Cause it is just one of those films where it's like, who greenlit this? Uh, I mean, who thought, Oh, okay. So we're going to have a story about roller skating uh, muses from, you know, from heaven who come down to earth and inspire this dude. And then Gene Kelly is going to show up and do a dance number and uh, ELO is going to do all this disco music, and there's going to be a lot of dancing, but it's not going to really add up to anything. Yeah, forty million bucks. Let's go do that shit. I mean, it's just it's one of those films that just I guess you can only enjoy as a kid because you're not thinking about plot coherence or anything like that. But when you put it up against something as splendiferously bad as The Room, something that I would actually pay money to go see with an audience because it's one of those kind of movies. Uh, and after having watched Xanadu again recently, it was just kind of like, yeah, this is this is bad. But I, I think the 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 the, the bloom was off the rose as far as my my feelings on that movie. The Room, I find new ways to enjoy that each and every time I watch that. Uh, there, that is that is that has transcended bad moviedom and become its own subgenre, its own unique thing. So I, I even though for people who haven't seen it, you just you got to take my word for me on this. Go to YouTube and watch any number of watch the high mark clip or the uh, I, I've had enough of this world clip. If you don't believe me, uh, the room has got to be the one for me. A vote for the room, Dominic. I'm sorry the the room the room has to win now. I'm sorry. Now that I figured out what it was, it is truly the worst movie on this list, and it's it's not a movie. It's garbage. And so, yes, the room. Another vote for the room. Mike. Um, now, again, I've not seen either of these movies. I, I did start streaming Xanadu. I am right now eight minutes and four seconds into the movie. <laughs> and I and the sound's off. And this is the craziest fucking thing. I mean, first of all, the little airplane turns into a UFO circling the Universal Studios logo. I mean, what the fuck was that? That's the first what the fuck moment. And then there's women dancing in front of a painting of Olivia Newton-John, uh, but they're glowing purple. And then there's a bunch of other people, and they're glowing a bunch of different colors, and they all shoot off into the air and turn into a rainbow. And then she's roller skating along with yellow light beams behind her, and she just comes up and kisses this dude. So I have no idea what this movie is. And watching it with the sound <laughs> off, I'm completely fascinated. And I actually want to do a commentary to this movie while uh, not knowing anything watching about it. Watching it for it. the first time. Watching it for the first time. I actually took my headphones <laughs> off when Michael was describing the movie. Um, so I'm going. we did a Batman commentary. I'm going to do that on this movie. And uh, I, uh, I'm going to vote for Xanadu. 
of vote for Xanadu, Kirsten. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm I'm sticking to my no votes for musicals. Uh, the the room, I, I'm I'm I kind of have to see. It. Although you know, I have to point out, we talk about the room. I read that it does the midnight showings, and people give it the Rocky Horror treatment. And yep. where the hell is Rocky Horror on this list? Um, that was too good for this list. <laughs> So, right now, it sounds like The Room stands a chance of traumatizing me almost as bad as Legend of the Boggy Creek did when I was a kid. So, once again, I'm I'll see The Room. Uh, vote for The Room. And uh, I will vote one last time for Xanadu. But The Room is into the finals. <laughs> And we're on to our next fight, Dominic. This one is yours. It is Batman and Robin versus Catwoman. Oh, God, help us all. Everything about me hurts right now, just listening <laughs> to you even say that out loud. Um, which one have I not been tricked into watching? So, Batman and Robin, I watch for like five minutes every time it comes on. Catwoman, as soon as I realize that it's Catwoman, I change the channel. So... <sighs> I'm going to go Catwoman because it's garbage. It's crap. Even though the electric blue colors on Batman are terrible. A vote for Catwoman. Mike. Bat credit card. Batman and Robin. A vote for Batman and Robin. Kirsten. Bat credit card. I'd rather watch uh, <clears throat> Batman and Robin. Um, yep, I'm going Batman and Robin. Another vote for Batman and Robin. Um, here's an odd one. Uh, Batman and Robin is way more accurate to the comic book than Catwoman. Catwoman has absolutely <laughs> nothing to do with the comic book or Batman villain Catwoman. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Completely different character. I don't know where she came from. I don't know where she's going. Wow, I just talked myself out of voting for Batman and Robin, and I'm voting for Catwoman. Wow, it's all tied up. And it comes down to you, Michael. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, see, it's a matter of which one do I want to see go up against the room, because <laughs> I, I, it, it's to me, it's come down to which films are just so fucking stupid and awful that you can get some sort of perverse joy out of them. Um. I'd rather watch a squirrel take a shit than go through Catwoman, uh, even for five minutes. Uh, whereas Batman and Robin has enough to recommend it and enough deliriously awful shit in it that it, you can kind of just sit there in bemusement like, wow, didn't anybody on the set think this was a really stupid idea? Uh, so, I, yeah, I can't. I can't. In terms of which is the worst movie technically, Catwoman, but which is the more fun bad movie to watch it's batman and robin so that's where i'm gonna go and batman and robin gets the win it's into the finals against the room <coughs> batman and robin versus the room kirsten where are you going <sighs> um you know back another uh, essence of geek cred for me um back in the uh, early 90s i worked and managed at some comic book stores in chicago and I got to know Alex Ross just before he hit it big with uh, Marvels and in, uh, introduced himself into the comics world. And there was a time later on when uh, 
I was uh, visiting Chicago, visiting Alex, and he talked about um, being asked to participate in some kind of way with the making of Batman and Robin. And he was talking about, he, he talked to, actually talked to uh, Schumacher, and um, he said, it was really funny, because Alex was actually kind of excited, because he said that Schumacher said he couldn't tell him, he was t- going over the cast, and he couldn't tell him because they hadn't nailed it down yet, but they had a, m- probably were going to have a major action movie star playing Mr. Freeze, and Alex projected his own desires and wants on that and interpreted it as saying Bruce Willis was going to be Mr. Freeze, and he was actually kind of excited about that, and... um I always remember that story, and even though the room sounds compelling in its awfulness, I'm going to vote for Batman and Robin because it disappointed Alex Ross in that regard. A vote for Batman and Robin. Uh, Michael? Um, This is kind of the way I look at this. When I look at these two movies, they're both really awful for very similar reasons and some disparate reasons, but... Batman and Robin is indicative of me of a very specific type of bad movie. The big overproduced studio action fantasy sci-fi sequel flick. I mean, it's, it, it's, it's probably the best representation of what happens when you throw too much money at a script that has too much going on. Too many cooks spoil the, you know, it, the, the broad. I mean, it's everything about this movie. You stick too many big stars in it. it does, it's just too much. It's just mm. way too much. And it ends up becoming a little bit of nothing, and it's just one of those, it's just a huge failure. This one is a a failure on a gloriously tacky level, but I can understand how Batman and Robin happened. It's not hard for me to figure out. They didn't have the right director. They gave him too much free reign, too much money, way too many big stars, way too many characters, a script that didn't work production design that was way over the top. And it was, I I get it. I understand how Batman and Robin (coughs) happened. I don't understand how the room happened. (laughs) Someone at some point on that set must have said to themselves, we have now, we are through the looking glass. This is not right. Something has gone. We are being punked. There is no way that this is a real movie we're making. Because if you watch any given scene from that, you have to believe that someone is sitting there going, is this a joke? Seriously. I mean, am I on a TV show right now? There's no way this is a real movie, but it was absolutely fucking sincere. I am mystified by that. Batman and Robin, I don't have any mystery behind. I get it. I understand how it turned out the way it did. The Room, I probably will be 80 years old still trying to figure that fucking thing out. So I, I've got to go with The Room. A uh, Vote for The Room. Uh, Mike. Hmm. I, uh... As compelling as the room sounds, I, it just comes down to: Do I go with one that I've actually seen? Um, and uh, I think I'm going to have to go with Batman and Robin. A uh, vote for Batman and Robin. I have seen both of these movies. I've watched both riff tracks of these movies, and um, the riff tracks for the room is is better <laughs> because it's a bad movie. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to go with the room. It is all tied up, and oh. it comes down to you, there, Dominic. Well, that is awesome because <laughs> I just looked up the room on IMDb, and let me just say, 
they, okay, so let me go the other way. If you look at Batman and Robin, uh, let's see, Arnold Schwarzenegger has Predator, T2, and, and True Lies, or whatever. Um, Tommy Lee Jones has... Tommy oh, Lee's not in that one. He's in, yeah, he's in uh, Batman Forever. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you. That's even that. I don't blame even worse. worse than Batman. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the point is, is that everybody in the Batman and Robin film has credits where you go, oh, that person can act. Nobody in the room has any credits. <laughs> Ninety percent of the people in the room don't even have pictures on IMDb. <laughs> Tommy Wiseau, who is the main lead of the movie, has been in the room, homeless in America, the house that drips blood on Alex, and Bump. If you know what any of those movies are, feel free to vote for Batman and Robin. The Room. Oh, the room. vote for the Room. And the Room is the best bad movie of all time. This week, until <laughs> we do it again at some other point because we're lazy. <laughs> I'd like to thank everybody for listening. Uh, check out backlotd.com for new co- uh, for new movie news and lots of contests. For all your DVD needs, check out dvdgeeks.tv. Need Star Trek? Who doesn't? Look no further than Subspace Communique and their awesome podcast, Life After Chuck. Special thanks goes out to Karen for being our web present. Check out what she's doing on the Geek Fights Tumblr. Uh, and Chris Mitchell helps with that, too. Every now and again, you'll see his blog. Uh, and, of course, Jared Formby for the pimped-out intros he creates. You can read his blog, Hey Star Trek, at HeyStarTrek.net. I'd also like to thank our guests for joining us. Does anybody have anything they'd like to plug? Uh, Dominic. <coughs> Uh, just look for me on the internet. I'm Espresso Dom on Twitter and Flickr and pretty much everywhere. All right. Uh, look for him, Espresso Dom. Uh, Kirsten? Uh, check me out as Commander K on the UglyCouchShow.com. Geekery for the masses. We're irreverent, inappropriate, and uh, post every week with also video casts, including interviews that they did just recently at Comic Con. And Michael. Uh, I would like to say two things. One, a quick shout out to Aaron Fry, a.k.a. Uncle Bill of DeadPit.com, in which I'm a frequent guest. He and his fiance Jessica, just gave birth to their daughter, Piper, uh, earlier today. By the time you hear this, it'll be a couple weeks. But uh, mother and daughter are supposedly doing well, and I wanted to congratulate them. And second, I'd like to give a shout out and a promotion for the main art theater in uh, Royal Oak, Michigan, for their series of midnight movies. They are running through the summer and into the fall. And on August 19th and the 20th, you might want to consider going out there if you're in the area for the midnight screening of The Room, which will be there (laughs) on Friday and Saturday night. If you have listened to this and uh, you're in the area, you're going to want to check this crazy fucker out. So please check out The Room, uh, August 19th and 20th at uh, midnight at the Main Art Theater in Royal Oak, Michigan. I'm in. You know what's you know what's strange about this? This episode uh, pops up on August fifteenth. Perfect so, timing. That's amazing timing. Somebody would think that we, we scripted that, but we it we was didn't. meant to fucking <laughs> happen. The Royal Oak Music Theater should be paying us. Wow, I'm a part of history. 
So I just looked this. I literally just looked it up because I had heard that the room was going to be part of the series, and it's the next one on the list. It's like, oh, you got to be kidding me! Wow. Uh, but Mike, uh, you can find me on the Zod Complex podcast where we talk about all things comic books. You can also find me on the Weekend Geek Video Show on YouTube, where uh, every Wednesday we preview the new comics for that week. Both of them can be found at thezodcomplex.com. You can check us out at geekfights.net, where we have lists of show ideas, the brackets we mentioned earlier, and our past episodes. Don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes and the Zoom Network, or like us on Facebook. If you'd like to be on the panel, just contact us at geekfights at gmail.com or at geekfights on Twitter. That's all it takes to join the Legion of Geeks! Yeah, change it up. Our upcoming <laughs> fights are, let's see... Oh, Jared is so upset about that one. Uh, next week is Best Buffy episode. Jared isn't on that one. But he mm. got two picks in that one. And then after that is one that I'm really excited for because Mike was high and he was like, we should totally do this. It is Best Planet. That's right. Best Planet. <laughs> I don't wow. know what it means. Well, Jesus, I hope Earth wins. I, mean, I think we're going to exclude Earth because Earth should really win because without it, we wouldn't be here. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Right. Vulcan would totally kick Earth's ass. I don't, well, maybe. <laughs> Except there for the no one Vulcan that got blown anymore. up. That's in the future. Or the past. Or the past. <laughs> Our future. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be oh, a complicated episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thanks again for listening. Until next time. Keep fighting the geek fight. Good night. Are you ready? Uh, everybody, here we go. Let's start an episode. And Jack, what? Shut the fuck up, Michael. Well, no, I didn't hear. I'm sorry, I didn't hear what you said. I just <laughs> yeah. want to confirm uh, Kirsten Sapansky, Dominic Williams. Those are the yep. correct yep. pronunciations. Alrighty. Uh-huh. Whoa, that's her tits. Sorry, I, I, I'm being distracted by Splash. I forgot how <laughs> amazing Dara Hannah looks in that movie. She is really cute. We may have found a, a better book. <laughs>